Hello, this is Jason E. Welcome to the Trading and Ascension podcast. Let me lay down a couple truths and you'll quickly know whether you should stick around or just move on. Within the known but hidden reality of your life is a version of you that is a master day trader, reaching all of your goals. And part of my life's purpose is to guide you through the personal and spiritual growth journey, revealing that version of you directly towards consistent profitability. And we do that on every episode. How? Well, on every show, our time is invested into unveiling transformative insights, the kind that that spark a fire within you and empower you to take immediate psychology-based actions that help you express the best version of yourself. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. Hey, thinking that? Get out of here. <laughs> Look, this is not entertainment. This is going in for goal attainment. Now for today's episode... In today's episode, I want to start by saying welcome back, traders. Thank you for being here. We're going to dive into the heart of trading success today. I'm excited to shine a light on a transformative path, and I want to introduce two valuable tools that have been instrumental in boosting my confidence and accuracy in the market, um, even as soon as this past week. Now, at the core of trading triumph lies consistency. Not just in profits, that's an output, but in our actions, the inputs that we control. Now, as Brian McAvoy emphasized in a recent episode, a trader cannot be an unpredictable variable in their system. That chaos will undermine their success. Think of your trading business as a recipe, right? And the market is the oven with random market temperatures, you know, fluctuating and things like that. Our goal is to reduce the unknowns in our trading recipe, right? So we're going to get right into it today. Uh, Consider this. So imagine baking the perfect recipe without consistency. It would take countless repetitions to do this with randomness, right? Right. Like uh, a cup of sugar in the bread and then two cups of flour. Then next time, two cups of sugar and and no flour and and then just randomness. Right. You're not even measuring ingredients and you do that 40 times and you're not going to be any closer to getting a perfect bread recipe. Now, apply this analogy to our trading. Right. If we execute the same trading plan consistently over, let's say, 40 trades, right? We take two trades a day for the week, you know, for four weeks. So we got 40 trades for the month. Not only do we have 40 data points for analysis, but also a clear view of how the market reacts to our strategy. That's data that we can build off of. The key is to focus on the most consistent bread recipe, which is your trading plan. How clear Are you on your recipe? How clear is your trading plan? A solid trading plan, it comprises of a strategy, uh, experience or market context, and risk management. Also, there's belief that it will work. So a huge part of that is the first thing I said, a strategy. A trading plan has a trading strategy within it. The strategy is how we engage with the market. 
Your written trading strategy should include at least, right? It could have a lot of moving parts, but at least an entry method, exactly how you're going to enter the market, in trade management, how you're going to manage price action, and then an exit strategy. Now, those vary for all of us, right? Some of them may be automated, right? I just get out when it hits my target or stop loss or whatever. But those are the three main parts you need clarity on, even if they're automated, right? You have to know your business. Now, let's address a common challenge, and that's the temptation to deviate from that plan. The market can be alluring, right? It's whispering, it's tempting us, and it's showing us false scenarios, But our tool, our greatest power is our consistency. It's easy to not follow a strategy for your trading um, and think that you're being an intuitive trader. However, intuitive trading is born from experience, not guesswork. Always maintain a larger perspective. Don't sacrifice the plan for a single win. It's about winning the war, not just individual battles as they say in the military. I think we have, you know, covered a a detailed foundation for our business. And this is the minimum, right? If you don't have a trading plan, you will not succeed. Which, of course, you know, no business makes it without a, a business plan. But for some reason in trading, it must be said. Now, I want to talk about the tools of today's show. Two tools that will aid your consistent input into your trading system while simultaneously crafting your mindset and your psychology to think and act like a profitable trader. All of the confidence in the world with no trading plan will not make us consistent profits. The perfect strategy, but no confidence to use it, will not help us reach our goals, right? Because you might have confidence and you're not doing the things like you're not executing or you're hesitating. And that's going to ruin our chances of success. Now, to combat this, our first our first tool is the entry checklist. The entry checklist is where we bring more attention on the deployment of the strategy So we are less likely to have those trades that we review and we say, oh, what the hell was I thinking? That wasn't my setup. So this is a entry checklist. This is a tool. It can be cumbersome. I understand that. It could be like, oh, there's more to do in my trading, but it's worth it. It's worth it because even if you have high frequency trades, it's important that we are not pulled into the short term and we maintain that that long-term big picture. And then, you know, after you use it, you can take the training wheels off for a while. And if you need to, you can revert back to it. I felt like I was slowly deviating from some of the basics that I thought really helped me reach consistency. And so I brought the chess, checks, uh, checklist back the last couple weeks. Um, side note real quick. So you can use the checklist for the market exiting as well. Also in trade management, right? It's just an accountability list, but I'm just going to show you how to use it so you can apply it and then you can fit it to anywhere that you see fit in your business. So the first thing you need to do for this entry checklist is we need to type out all of our entry criteria 
that our trading system requires. And we're going to do this on a separate line. So you can write this out or you can type this out. Each line is a rule for your entering the market. Now, I want you to put a little box at the beginning, right? If you're writing this out, just draw a box so it looks more like a list. And this list, again, shows all the factors needed to be the most, to have the most dominant edge that we have in our possession. Each checked off line represents a step closer to your ideal trade. So if a trade has all of the boxes checked, you did the best job possible. The more missing check boxes you have, the more unknowns and the more risk that you're taking on and the less adherent you are to your plan which is bad, right? Really bad because your job is to deploy the strategy and get into the market the way that you plan to do so. The market, it it moves the trade, right? So our job is to get into the trade. The market moves the trade and then it's our job to get out of the market in the right time. So you take this list and for example, you have five rules, right? Five rules are your ideal trade in your market. So you should have five boxes with five lines of criteria. The boxes are for check marks. Now, if you're writing this out, just draw a box. If you're using a word processing system like uh, Microsoft Word or, or Google Docs, then you can do insert symbol, um, maybe insert picture, and you can get a box there in the front of the list. Then you take this list and you put it in a plastic cover, right? Put it in a sleeve. And these are the sleeves that can come with binders. You can buy them separately at, you know, in any, any Walmart, maybe a Walgreens. And you're going to put it in a sheet because it's going to allow you to use this same sheet multiple times. Because you're going to be checking them off on the plastic with a dry erase marker, right? So you can use this multiple times. Um, now, if you are taking cra- uh, trades quickly, I will say this, like you're scalping, you may want to have more than one checklist on the same one sheet. That way you don't get bo- bogged down with erasing um, while you're watching the market, right? So when I was scalping to start my career, I had five, four or five on the sheet and I could just quickly go to the next one and without erasing, um, again, if you're high frequency trades, but still use it. It's going to help out tremendously. Now, the line items on this checklist, they should be very clear. This is an important point because this exercise is also going to be the means to get you more familiar with your entry method. So when I say clear, I mean everything should have a definition. So, for example, let's say I have the five criteria to enter the market and the first one says my trade should go with the trend. Well, I need some clarity here. What exactly defines a trend. My second line could say, you know, my pop indicator should read one. Okay, I'm going to check that box off to the next one. Maybe the next line says the entry candle, uh, says entry candle should be, uh, you know, looking like this, right? I want clarity there. What color should it be? Maybe it's three fourths above the last resistance. Well, how do I know exactly what three fourths is when Bar sizes vary so much, right? Do I have a way to quickly measure it, right? Do I have an indicator or a tool or something that I can put on the chart to let me know what exactly does that three-fourths look like when it's going, you know, bull or bear? 
Now, as I'm watching the charts, I'm checking these boxes off with the dry erase marker. Hitting that entry checklist, which is in the plastic sleeve. And the market can move fast. So when we have many moving parts in our system, even if it's just that five, it can be a lot to manage. But the checklist, I know in real time exactly how accurate I am, right? Nothing is being left out mentally. You can avoid emotional decisions because let's say the market rips in one direction and you're thinking, oh man, I I can't miss out on this move, right? You get FOMO. But then you look at your checklist and you say, nope. Says number four, my moving average has to be facing a direction, not fat, not uh, flat. So I'm going to overstep this, even though the market's tempting me. And this leads me to the next piece that can help with, that this can help with. Remember, a trading plan takes the strategy and it adds three other things, right? So a trading plan is a strategy plus three other things. That's risk management. Right. You have to find a way to make sure that on a per trade, per day, per month basis, per week, even that you aren't putting yourself in position to lose your account. So you have to have risk management. Now you have to have market context and that's just experience. Right. And I'm going to talk more about that in just a second. And then you have to have belief. Now, this checklist can help you with the latter, too. Because after you gain experience, you understand there's going to be time when all your criteria is met, but something in the story of the market, the context of the market, something you've learned from experience is saying, stay out of this trade. And again, this comes from experience. So when you have these items, you can write down, and these are the context experience items, you can write this at the bottom of your checklist. So maybe I have four boxes checked on my checklist, right? Four out of five. I'm thinking, ooh-wee, this is about to be a perfect trade. And I'm waiting for that one box to enter. And while I'm doing that, I'm not just staring at that box, right? I'm looking for for other uh, other things. I have my context written at the bottom, and it says, avoid when the volume is under 1,000 on my indicator. Or it might say, you know, don't take the first entry after a 20 point move. So now I can say, okay, I only need one checkbox. However, from my experience, because I'm getting this data over time, I'm doing the same thing consistently. So I'm consistent. That means I can give more of a uh, weight to what the market's doing because I know the input is consistent, right? Back to that bread recipe. I know that, you know, these are the ingredients so I can depend on the baking time. But if, you know, you have more double the amount of walnuts in your banana bread, it's going to bake a little bit different than no nuts in your banana bread. But since there's consistent input, we can put weight on what's coming out of the market. That experience is market context. And it's one of the huge factors that you have to add to a trading plan in order to make it a trading strategy. So now that we have this this sheet here and written at the bottom, we have. Um, context, right? Things that are going to bring a huge amount of mindfulness because even if we have the best intentions, we may not be able to follow everything if it wasn't written on a sheet, right? Eventually we'll get there. And like I said, sometimes you have to revert back to it. I get off the checklist for months. It's been a long time since I used it, but I'm back on it now, right? 
no shame in that. I just want to make sure I'm doing the best I can and not deviating too far. It's easy to lose track of where we are if we're only in our mind, right? That's the importance of writing things down. So we have this physical sheet helping us grow in confidence. And we have to remember that we have to believe in ourselves. That's another part of a trading plan. That belief, it comes from consistent input, right? Because we can trust ourselves. I know I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. And that yields consistent data. And this aids in positive and accurate change. So by one of the three growth methods we talked about, this is where we can implement that. We always talk about here trading trading ascension, our growth methods. And I want to add on to today's show the entry, I'm sorry, the reaction method. I think it pairs well with what we're talking about. And this is a tool I've discussed before. We're just going to revisit it uh, because it works. So how does the reaction method work? Well, in essence, the reaction method, it's going to ensure that you are consistently staying mentally on track towards your goal. We need to hold ourselves accountable towards having the proper mindset. Our reaction to things is a clear indicator of where we are mentally. So as we deploy our strategy, we want to notice how we are mentally and physically reacting to events. And this information is for our journal. We got to write it down. Now, once you can see clearly the reactions you can set clear reaction improvement goals. And even if they're you know, ever so slight, they move us in the right directions. For example, I enter the market and I'm, I'm really nervous, like handshaking, right? And so I write that down. And then when I look back over the trades, I say, well, I need the deep dive here. I was shaking. Why did this happen? And then maybe I, I notice, again, just an example, I might notice that I was close to the daily goal, getting a little scared, thought I would lose it all. Or wait, I see I raise my contracts here. Wow, I'm double my contracts than my normal risk. So the reaction can lead us to seek deeper insight into why we reacted a certain way. Now, the cool thing is, is this gives us a deep level to engage on growth as a standalone process, right? Because if I reacted to uh, with nervousness, I can adjust that. I can think, okay, why did this happen? But, and look for those factors, but I also want to improve on the reaction itself. I'm going to say, you know, next time this happens, I'm going to breathe deeply and focus on staying calm instead of shaking nervously, right? I'm going to breathe deeply, look at the charts, blow on it, right? Maybe I'll pretend I'm blowing the chart, the price action in my direction, right? Just as a calming method. Or maybe, you know, you took a loss. And, and you reacted bad, right? Hopefully you weren't like the videos where people are raging and, and breaking computers and throwing chairs. But let's just say you reacted bad, right? It wasn't ideal. It wasn't the action of you trading as a successful trader. Maybe you won and you decided to do cartwheels after the win. But then you realized, okay, I probably need to be a little more grounded, not on the emotional roller coaster. So, you know, next time you have a plan to react less emotionally. 
Now, the target. So the target for us emotionally, it's two-part, right? Because you know where we are, but where are we going? We want to have neutral reactions to events. Anytime you talk to these traders who are 20, 30 years plus, you know, I, I talk to them often, and they talk about trade trading being boring. It's just a job to them. The money's cool, but the trading itself is boring because as much as possible, they have eliminated their emotions. And of course, they don't go away forever, but they've honed them to make them work for them in their business, right? So our goals emotionally, our targets is one, neutral reactions to events, and that's going to help us in the long term. And we also want to be holding the utmost confidence as we trade. We want to hold that energy. So all your reaction method action steps should point you closer to those two mental steps, neutral reactions and ultimate confidence. And that's look, that's it. Look, I know this can be a long and difficult road. It's these seemingly little things that can help us move forward. If you are feeling overwhelmed, then this clarity can help you not lose it, right? And persevere. You need to take this entry checklist, take the time to write it out. And just from writing it out, you're going to be a better trader. You're going to have more clarity and then use it this week in your trading. Journal as you're trading and see how you're reacting to the good, the bad, and the ugly and seek to be unbothered and confident. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're on. Stay connected for more insights into navigating the trading world with confidence. As uh, you know, promised, the trading course is no longer available. Thank you to everyone who was on the free trial, uh, provided feedback. We're going to adjust it a lot more phenomenal than I expected it to be. Uh, It will come back out at cost. Um, I'm going to gather my results, some of the testimonials, uh, and then maybe spring, uh, we'll put it back out. But always... You can go to tradingascension.com and you can reach out to me for any questions or any support you need. And of course, you know, over the course of certain episodes, especially the start of uh, either last season or the season before, we break down uh, in great detail the trading success generator system. So please give a, a heart or a like to the show on whatever platform you're here. I'll be here next week, God willing. Have a great week, traders. Thank you for listening. This show was really fun to create, and I'm blessed to be positioned to discuss these topics with you. Um, If you enjoyed and if you benefited from our time together, give this podcast a positive vote, a like, or whatever the platform that you're listening on provides, and I'd really appreciate that. Share this podcast with a trader that you want to see grow into success. And then check out TradingAscension.com for blogs on the trading mindset and trading psychology. You can reach me there as well. Don't miss out on the free trading psychology course. There is nothing like it, and it will no doubt enhance your trading business and results. Now, you'll find videos and links to the masterclass on the website, tradingascension.com. So go get it now. And last thing, remember to be the hero 
of your story.